Let us pray. Kind Father, we thank you for your spirit that have led us here. We thank you, Lord, for the Round Hill Church, a beacon in this section of the community, a witness to all others that each and every Sabbath that your words have been proclaimed. We thank you, Lord, for the members who would have given the invitation as their duty in obedience, Lord, to the command, go ye therefore and teach our nation. And so, Lord, we pray that as we come today, that you will speak to us. I put myself, Lord, into your hand, that you will use me despite my sinfulness, that you will give a word that will fit not just the congregation, but even me also, Lord, for a closer walk with you as we wait on your second coming. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. The spirit of prophecy in Selected Messages, Book 1, Chapter 28, tells us that dangers the dangers coming upon us are continually increasing. It is high time then that we put on the whole armor of God and work earnestly to keep Satan from gaining any further advantage. Angels of God that excel in strength are waiting for us to call them to our aid. Angels of God are sitting and waiting, but so many times we do not call. And there's somewhere in the spirit of prophecy that speaks her angels cry when they see that we are defeated when they would willingly come to our aid and we spurn their, their, their aid that they are willing to give not just ordinary angels sister wife says angels that excel in strength are waiting for us to call them to our aid that our faith may not be eclipsed by the fierceness of the conflict. There's a fierceness going on in our lives, in our family's lives. Many pressures that we face that may be unnecessary because like the disciples when they were crossing over to the other side they only remembered Jesus when they were about to sink they only remembered Jesus when they ran out of breath yet we should remember him 
at the very beginning so that he can keep us in his way so that he can carry us in his arms instead of us facing the challenges that sap our strength we must let Jesus fight on our behalf but sometimes our faith our faith fail us and we fail because we forget the formula that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God so if we are not studying the word then our faith will fail us because we do not know how good Jesus is we do not know what he can do for us on our behalf renewed energies now is needed vigilant action is called for indifference and slot will result in loss of personal religion and heaven so how is your religion during the week how is your religion or what will your religion be tomorrow down to Friday the question is asked are we only faithful and servant or are we Christians throughout the week because believe it or not the week in the week the living throughout the week is important to Sabbath Mr. White says at this time the Laodicean message is to be given and we are prophetically the Laodicean people and there is something about Laodicea that we see evident. The Bible cannot lie. We think ourselves sufficient. Sufficient because we say we want nothing. We lack nothing. But yet Christ, the one who can look into our heart, says we are destitute and poor. We are blind and naked. One skin. And so every day that we awake, we must ask God to help us to see a true picture of ourselves. Amen. That we are in need of a Savior. Yes. That we are in need of His help. Yes. Let the thought of the shortness of time, the what now? The shortness of time. Stimulate us to earnest and tiring effort. Time is short. Christ is about to come. Soon the angels will complete their task of recording who it is that we see and will return to heaven when they make the announcement that it is finished Christ himself will throw down the golden center and what will he say? it is done and he will make a declaration he that is filthy let him be what? filthy still but I'm glad also he will say he that is righteous 
Let him be righteous still. And as the author of the song put it, Father will say, Son, go bring your children. Christ will be happy because he will see now the fruits of the travail of his soul. And indeed we hope that we will be among that number. So many things for us to rejoice. Remember that Satan has come down. And we need to remember this every day. With great what now? Power. To work with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish. And we can see it everywhere that we look. That most pulpits today are on the side of the devil. Preachers who are in positions that angels wish they were in. Angels wish to preach the gospel to the world. But God entrusted it to preachers. Preachers not just in churches out there, but I dare say in churches in the Adventist movement who are working more for the devil, working against Christ. But a tragedy in the world. But Christ will not allow wayward men to lead his people as Revelation chapter 18 verse 1 tells us that the earth will be lighted with his glory. Let us find it. It's, it's the fourth angel. The fourth angel of, of Revelation says, And after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. In other words, the truth of God is going to be proclaimed from here to yonder. No one will have an excuse. No one will have an excuse. And the angel is not going to be any fenke-fenke. In other words, angel here representing the true messengers of God. They will not be hiding. They will be preaching mightily with a strong voice saying Babylon is fallen, false church and false doctrine and deceitful doctrines and the doctrines of devils will be dispelled by the truth of the living God proclaimed by his faithful people. Question is will we be among that number? who will call out and call sin by its right name. For all nations, all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And we see the big moves that are being made now by the head of the Catholic Church. And all the associated churches who the Bible describes as the daughters of the heart, working against God. But what did God say to Paul when he struck him down? Why are you kicking against the prince? 
Because Revelation 17 also tells us that God is going to bring Babylon to court. The arraignment of the great harlot, the arraignment of those who are on the side of the devil. Their judgment is certain. God himself will be their judge. And the cause then is for us as Seventh-day Adventists not to be careless with our calling and end up being identified with Babylon. Because we are half-hearted with the truth. And we don't live the truth during the week. And if you don't live the truth during the week, you're worse than the poor. You're worse than those who are practicing evil because you saw the truth of God. You saw the light and turned your back on it. Advent. No greater people on the face of this earth. Because God has given to the Seventh-day Adventist church a truth that he didn't even give to Israel because it was not the time. We are the people who have seen the fulfillment of the prophecies. We are the people who have seen the Bible being fulfilled to the letter. Others hoped it. We are seeing it. Such a great truth given to us as Seventh-day Adventists. We must hear it. We must spread it abroad. Spread it abroad. Sometimes we are afraid to carry out the work because we say difficult times will come. And that is what I want to talk to us about today. That despite the difficult times, trust in God. Trust in God. Your sojourn here on earth will not be one that is comfortable. The call that you have accepted is a call to walk the straight and narrow road. It is a road that has besetment, crucibles, challenge to our faith, challenges that will sap our energies, challenges that if we are not careful will steal our joy that we have in Christ Jesus. Because sometimes we fail to understand that when we accept the call to follow Jesus, we have entered into a war. War, and war is never easy. There is no downtime in war. There is no thing called dinner break, breakfast break, or lunch break, or sleep break in war. War is about defense and offense. In our Christian experience, our only rest is in Jesus Christ. In our Christian experience, even though you trust in Christ and you have faith in Christ, it is possible that you will have a Job experience. But like Job, we will we should say, though he slay me, yet will I trust in God. 
Though he allow me to go through the crucible, though he allow me to face the challenges, challenges that seem that is going to overwhelm me, Christ is saying, trust him. Sometimes we don't know that we are going, like Job, we don't know that we are going through a test. Job didn't know that he was being tested. Job didn't know that Christ bragged on him. Hmm? When Satan came and checked Christ and bring his argument, Christ said, oh yes, consider my servant to is Christ bragging on you today? Are you facing challenges? Challenges with your health, challenges with your finance, challenges with your children, challenges with family members, and I dare say challenges with church members. But God bragged on you, and He expects you, like Job, to say, Though He sin, yet will I trust. He expects you, like Job, to say, What happened? And then he expects you to say, even if you lose everything, naked I came. Hmm? Christ is coming soon, and our challenges will be many. But by faith, we believe that as we traverse the straight path, we are defended and we are covered by the hand of the Almighty. Our situation will be at times desperate. And there are times when we will feel like giving up under the weight. But Habakkuk reminds us that it is our attitude to difficulties that will determine how we emerge from our challenges. And the question is, will you emerge stronger or weaker? Habakkuk 3 verse 16 down speaks about when Israel faced war. It was an invading nation. And here's Habakkuk saying something that Christians don't want to say today. Because Christians expect a life of ease. Habakkuk says, when I heard, my belly trembled. You know what he heard? The army coming. He said, when I heard, my belly trembled, my lips quivered at the voice. Rottenness, he said, entered into my bones. Hmm? Rottenness entered into his bones. I don't know what long, um, part of speech he was using, but he was saying, even his bones feel sick. Hmm? Even his bones felt sick, and my legs trembled. Yet, he said, despite all of that, he says, yes, I will bring, I will wait patiently for the day of calamity to come on the nation invading us. In other words, he is willing to wait for God to deliver them. Though the fig tree, he said, does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vine, though the olive crop fails, and the fields produce no food. Though there are not sheep in the pen and not cattle in the stall. Yes. Habakkuk says yes. And I like that word. Even though he saw the challenges and the crucibles. 
and the challenges that come with being a commandment keeper yeah. Yeah. are real. Mm-hmm. We saw it in the dark ages. Yeah. The challenges that come with being a Christian in these last days are going to be real. Soon and very soon, in the very house where you love so much, you might not be able to go there. In the very church that we like this afternoon, we might have to pass and can look in there. Challenges are going to be real. Commandment keepers are going to face crucibles, severe trials for their faith. But Habakkuk says, Yes, yes, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God of my Savior. The Sovereign Lord, he says, is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the high. In other words, then, what are we saying here? If you are a commandment keeper, and you're going to make it through these last days, Christ must be your all in all. Amen. Must be your all in all. Habakkuk knew that the only way we can face and triumph over difficulties is by trusting fully in God. Like David, we must lift up our eyes unto the hill from whence cometh our help. Our help cometh from the Lord. Our help cometh not from the Prime Minister, not from the Governor General. So many people love that the Governor General is sent the Adventist. Oh, yeah. Thinking that he will not sign this on the law into being. I'm thinking that he, he will protect Seventh-day Adventists. Let me tell you something. Unless Christ is in the vessel, it will sink. No man, no man can defend us against Satan. No man, only Jesus, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, he who went to Calvary's cross for us, only he can defend us and deliver us from him. Job. We like to will not always understand the reasons we face our challenges. But we will trust in the only source of help. Job, in facing his testers, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. I will trust him, says Job, because Job knew that God is his creator. Job knew also that God is his redeemer. And he didn't have just a theoretical knowledge of God. Job knew God personally. He knew him as a friend. And if we know Christ as our friend, we know that despite the challenges that we go through, our friend is on our side. God is is Job's provider. He was Job's defender. He was Job's refuge. He was Job's healer. And that is the kind of relationship we ought to strive for with God, where we know Him as our friend, as our provider, as our defender, as our refuge, 
as our healer. Job had unprecedented loss. He lost all his possessions. He lost all his children. He woke up rich and went to bed dog, poor and sick. But Job knew Jesus. You see, Satan can take away everything from you. But only you can give up God. He cannot take God from you. He will try new circumstances for you to give up on God. But brethren, as long as you stay faithful and hold on to God's unchanging hand, just like old Job lost everything, but in the end he was restored. You might not see a restoration here on earth like Job, but look forward to the kingdom. Where gold today is earth's most precious metal, it will be wood material in heaven. Hmm? Road material. You consider nothing, you just walk on. When Revelation describes the foundation of the city, and tell you about the things that make it up, he never tell you about the walls of Jasper. Huh? He didn't even tell you about the roof. Huh? And yet, despite all the glories of it, it is Jesus that we will find joy in when we go. And when Sister White tells you about the table that stretch from here to yonder, and Jesus sits at the head of it, I, I, nobody wants to invite you to dinner, me not here, because I'm going to be feasting with Jesus in the earth, maybe. In heaven's kingdom, she said that the person who sits at the field could see as well as the person who was sitting at the front. We have a hope that is in Jesus. We must consider heaven so many times. Little care. Uh, money in a bank and this and that turn we head from Christ uh, how disappointed Christ must be when his children are not meditating on the good things that he has done to indeed Christ said to us in Isaiah chapter 43 he who created you O Jacob and he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the water, I will be with you. And when you go through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Christ has regard for us. His eyes is on us. Deuteronomy chapter 31 and verse 6. Moses speaking to Israel 
reminded them as he is speaking to us today who are on the threshold of a time of trouble that no nation can say they have received because no one has ever seen it. The time of trouble that is coming. He says, be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake. Speaking to Joshua in verse 8 of the same chapter, Moses gave him pointed advice. And this is instructive to us today as we face life and face it with the certain knowledge that Christ is in control. That despite the fact that Satan boasts, and in that same meeting when Christ tells him to consider his servant Job, Satan put himself there as one of the sons representing earth. Because um, Adam, who got dominion, seeded it when he sinned to Satan. Satan might have dominion, but he's not the owner of this plant. He might have dominion, but he can't rule in your yard unless you allow him. Can't rule in the church unless the members are hugging up sin in their lives. But as long as we put Christ first, there's a certain knowledge that Jesus is in charge. He says, it is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. And so when we consider what is ahead, consider it with the certainty that Christ has already gained the victory. Consider it with the certainty that soon and very soon Jesus is coming. Consider it with the certainty that Christ King at this moment is in the sanctuary ministering on behalf of sinners who have retained him as their advocate. So many churches don't want to preach the sanctuary message. So many pastors, even in our church, don't want to preach the hope that is in the sanctuary message. Because they want people to languish under the burden and the challenge that those burdens bring. But we can linger now and meditate on the fact that our Savior, Jesus Christ, is when our name our call is representing us and is saying my blood is holding up his hands and pointing to his father see the mark that I have taken for them what a hope that brings what a joy it brings what a solace what a peace that you can lie down in your bed and know that even if the God man come true and it takes your life as long as your life is in Jesus Christ, you will find it again. Amen. What a hope. Amen. What a hope that if you lose everything, like Job, 
And even if you don't get it back. And even if you suffer and in this life. That your hope is not only in this life. But your hope is also in Jesus. Amen. Consider the people of Ukraine. Our members who are here. But not just Ukraine, everywhere in the world, some warden now that we don't even know about it. Ethiopia have a very nasty war going on down there. Yes, where so many people have, have been sent into refugee positions. Lost everything. Maybe I've worked hard all your life for, for their little position. Can't even sleep in their own house. Challenge! Even here in Jamaica, some communities where people have to run because of the wickedness of our people against each other. Mm. But as we contemplate that, we know it is a sign of the time that Jesus is coming. The question is then, Will we be prepared to meet him? Yes, Trust in Christ, your King of Kings. Yes, Trust in him because he's the great physician. Among many things, he's a great yes, provider, Amen. a deliverer, yes. a redeemer, yes. savior, friend. Yes, but best of all, he is our soon coming King. Yes. Who will, is coming to redeem us from this earth. And to put an end to sin and uh, the man who starts sin, that angel who walked behind Christ. He was, he was angel number one, assistant to the commander of the angel, walked in his footsteps, a creature who taught himself to be greater than his creed. One day, his end is coming. He will pay the price. He along with the angels for whom hell was made. Not for humans. But some humans are going to choose to be with him. And I was saying to the people of Round Hill, don't choose to be with the devil. Choose Christ because he is your friend. Thank you. Mark.